Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two, one. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to Tactical Sovereignty's Matrixic Discussion Group call for the week. And this wonderful Sunday, the first day of the week, not the seventh day of the week. Hope everybody's had a wonderful day. And we've got awesome plans set up for this evening. You know, the more and more we go and start researching and looking into things, uh, we find out that the problem is a lot more deep-seated than what it really appears or even the way it's been presented to everybody as. And, um, you know, we were discussing a little bit of stuff before the call here, and it seems like a lot of people really don't want to face the deep-seated issues, um, whether it's just because of being responsible for the knowledge or uh, just because maybe even how scary it even is when you really get in and start looking at it. It is so untrue to what our eyes have always told us or what we were always brought up thinking that it can be very stunning to the system. And all of this information can be stunning to the system when, when people really get into it and start learning what's going on. And uh, with that being said, I just want to say that we've got uh, Justice Greg Johnson on the call this evening, and we're going to be discussing some of these deep-seated issues. And with a lot of things that I've studied, and we're going to be discussing primarily uh, the Vatican and previous popes and, and maybe even a little bit of current stuff, but a lot of the things that I noticed when I first really started studying it and looking at things that happened uh, back to the Crusades or even earlier than the Crusades, all of a sudden I just started seeing a lot of direct parallels uh, to things that are even happening today. Uh, you could go and just change the names of different individuals or different groups at those times and put the names of groups from today on it and it would fit identical. I mean, they use the same system over and over and over. Whatever works for them is what they're going to repeat with and what they're going to continue on with. So with information that Greg's going to be bringing forward, I want everybody to kind of keep that in the back of their mind and kind of you can draw your own parallels to even today and how this is actually stuck in the back door and subjugated everybody. But uh, with that being said, Greg, how are you doing this evening? Fabulous. Good to hear. All right. I'm not I'm sure really where you wanted to start out. I know you had a couple of things that you wanted to read yeah, off. I've got people, three so I'm going to turn it over. Okay. Thank you very much. I've got three documents. I'm going to leave it up to the audience. I'm going to read the first one. That's a definite because as far as I'm concerned, it's the first domino in this lovely mess of ours. It comes from Medieval Sourcebook, which there is a website for that, and I'll paste that into uh, your the chat part of your Skype account for you to post on uh, Facebook as you see fit. Uh, medieval Sourcebook, John the First, which is only one John. I find it fascinating, Brian, that of all the kings and everything else, there's only one John. The most common first name of any English male going 
there's only one King John. That tells you how well he did. He got ruined it for everybody. In any event, it's the King Concession of England to the Pope, 1213 A.D. And the concession is to Pope Innocent III in this. And it says, John, by the grace of God, King of England, Lord of Ireland, Duke of Normandy, and Aquitaine, Count of Anjou, spelled A-N-J-O-U, for those of you taking notes, to all faithful of Christ who shall look upon this present charter greeting, we wish it to be known to all of you through this our charter furnished with our seal, that inasmuch as we offend in many ways God and our mother, the Holy Church, and the, and in consequence are known to have very many much needed the divine mercy and cannot offer anything worthy for making due satisfaction to God and the Church, unless we humiliate ourselves and our kingdoms, we wishing to humiliate ourselves for him, capital H in that case, who humiliate himself for us unto death, the grace of the Holy Spirit, inspiring, not induced, by force or compelled by fear, but our own good and spontaneous will, and by the common counsel of our barons, do offer and freely concede to God and his holy apostles, Peter and Paul, and to our mother, the Holy Roman Church, and to our Lord Pope Innocent, and to, and to his Catholic successors, the whole kingdom of England and the whole kingdom of Ireland, with all their rights and appurtenances, for the remission of our own sins and of those our whole race as well, for the living as of the, and excuse me, as for the dead, and receiving and holding them as it were of, as it were a vassal from God and the Holy Roman Church, in the presence of the prudent man, Pandulf, P-A-N-D-U-L-P-H subdeacon, and for the household of the Lord Pope, we perform and swear fealty for them for them to him, our aforesaid Lord Pope Innocent and his Catholic successors, and the Roman Church, according to the for, form, appended and in the presence of our Lord Pope, if we shall be able to come before him, we shall do liege L-I-E-G-E, homage to him, binding our successors, aid our heirs by our wife forever in familiar manner to perform fealty and show him homage, him who shall be chief pontiff at that time and and the Roman church without demur as a sign moreover of this our on we will and Establish perpetual obligation and concession. We will establish that from the, the proper and especial revenues of our aforesaid kingdoms for all the service and customs which we ought to render for them, saving in all things the penny of St. Peter, the Roman Church, shall receive yearly a thousand marks sterling, namely at the Feast of St. Michael, 500 marks. And Easter, and at Easter, 500 marks, namely 700 for the kingdom of England and 300 for the kingdom of Ireland, saving us to, 
saving to us and to our heirs rights, liberties, and regalia, all of the things which, as they have been described above, we wish to have perpetually valid and firm, and we bind ourselves and our successors not to act counter to them. Finally, that's the end, apparently the end of the first sentence, folks. And, Holy smokes. Yeah, and if we or any one of our successors shall presume to attempt this, whoever he may be, unless being duly warned, he become his kingdom and this census, be shall lose his right to the kingdom and this charter of our obligation, concession, and shall always be firm. Form of oath of fealty. I, John, by the grace of God, King of England, Lord of Ireland, from this hour forth, will be faithful to God, St. Peter, and the Holy Roman Church, and my Lord Pope Innocent, and his successors, who ordained in a Catholic manner, shall not bring it about by deed, word, counsel, or, excuse me, consent or counsel, that they lose life or members or be taken captive, I will impede their being harmed if I know of it and will cause harm to be removed from them if I shall be able. Otherwise, as quickly as I can, I will intimate, intimate it or tell of it to such persons as I believe for the for certain will inform them any counsel which they entrust to me through themselves or through their envoys or through their letters I will keep secret nor will I knowingly disclose to anyone to their harm. I will aid to the best of my ability in holding and defending against all men the patrimony of St. Peter and especially the kingdom of England and the kingdom of Ireland, so may God and these holy gospels aid to me. I myself bear witness to in the house of the Knights Templar near Dover, in the presence of Master H, Archbishop of Dublin, Master J, Bishop of Norwich, uh, Norwich G, the son of Peter, Earl of Essex, our Justice W, Earl of Salisbury, our brother, W. Marshall, Earl of Pembroke, R. Count of Boulogne, B-O-U-L-O-G-N-E, obviously not Boulogne, W. Earl of Warren, S. Earl of Winchester, W. Earl of Arundel, Earl, uh, W. Earl of Ferreres, that's F-E-R-R-I-E-R-E-S, W. Briar, Peter, son of Herbert, Warren, son of Gerald, on this 15th day of May in the 14th year of our reign. There ends the reading of the concession of King John, which essentially encompasses the issue of turning over all kingdoms, past, past, present, and future, over to the Vatican. I yield the floor. the slavery. Well, Justice Greg, it, you know, something that was in there that you were reading sounded okay. to me almost like a reference to the Jesuit oath. I mean, the same exact kind of verbiage as far uh, as yeah. the turning over of property. 
And for those who want to actually read the Jesuit Oath, I highly recommend Secret Tax in America by Bill Hughes, who has it in there. 75 pages thereabouts. It's online. Uh, just uh, Secret Attacks, Bill Hughes. There's a web search, and you'll find that. You'll find out that uh, at least to the... 1777 forward version of the United States of America, uh, the Jesuits have been very involved. Uh, if you want more information on how involved uh, the Vatican and the Jesuits, uh, Ignatius Loyola, Lorenzo Ricci, etc., have been involved. Lorenzo Ricci was actually in association with Ben Franklin, according to the F. Topper Saucy book, The Rulers of Evil, which I highly recommend either reading or listening to. Uh, the audios are on YouTube. A guy by the name of Jacques out of France read them. Uh, I'm sure you can overcome his accent. It is a French accent. It's it's almost disgustingly vomiting the issue of how the Vatican and the Jesuits, all that, have been involved with the West and the continual uh, infiltration therein and thereof. Well, I want to Forgive say as for well, being ver- extremely verbal on that. Well, it, it could be worse. <laughs> you know, I, if you go in and you study Pope Innocent, I'll tell you, uh, this Pope Innocent was anything but innocent. He, he was probably yeah. one of the most number ruthless. Three was, number three was a nasty rascal, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I was um, reading some information that was talking about the different devices and things that he would use um, against people that wouldn't bow, that wouldn't submit to um, the Catholic Church. And right. it was just amazing the, the, all the different things they devised to torture people. Yeah, he was not a nice guy by any stretch of the imagination. The other one that is an, is three pages, according to the PDF I've got, uh, if you want me to read it, I will go ahead and do so is the Boniface VIII, the Bull Unum, Unum Sanctum 1302. And uh, some of us have heard about that before. It's basically an effort to unify planet Earth under the Vatican. It, in an in over-glorifiedly simple nutshell. Well, you um, know, it, it seems to me like, and that's funny, that, and even when the Pope was on New York and he was doing all his speeches, and then he, he did his thing down at Ground Zero, where he was gonna—he was trying to unite all the religions together. And it's crazy when you look back in history, um, everything they did to try and destroy all of these various religions, and that they secretly will even bring in—you know—the uh, Muslims and Islam. You know, they hated with a passion, and there was all sorts of warring going on in between them. And they ended up sucking them in and getting them to become the minions of the Vatican. Well, it's interesting that you bring up uh, Francis's visit to New York, because shortly thereafter, there were some uh, some results of that, of him showing up last year. That uh, Yeah, last year that way, or was it 2015? I think it was 2015. Whenever... Uh, whatever point in time that John Boehner resigned from Speaker of the House. Uh, that was one of the things, and uh, because he was actually fired by the Pope. 
Right. Yeah, if I remember correctly, uh, if I remember correctly, the Pope was slated to have a meeting, I think it was with Boehner on a Wednesday night, Wednesday evening, and uh, Thursday morning it was in the paper that uh, Boehner had resigned, and I just started busting out laughing. I'm like, God, how obvious is that? (laughs) Well, Brian, it's only really obvious when you know what you're looking for. If I point this out to my uh, my next door neighbor, uh, neighbors to the north and neighbors to the south or anybody else that the Pope fired Boehner, they're going to say, where do you get that from? And then i got to go running through a, a lovely history of the Vatican influence, Ro- the so-called Roman. Uh, it's Vatican Catholic. There is no Roman in this, but they use it because when they say Vatican Catholic, it might be just a bit more obvious, like a torner, which is to turn over, versus a turnee which is a, just a hair lighter in, in its uh, palability of, of conscious acceptance. Uh, I'm trying to get myself trained to say a torner, A-T-T-O-R-N-E-R, as opposed to the E-Y department. Because uh, I want people to ask me the question, why are you mispronouncing the term? Well, here's my purpose behind it. They're going, either you need to buy stock and tinfoil or... If you're right, then we got a scary situation. I said, well, then I guess we got a scary situation. Uh, love those kind of conversations with folks that uh, ask those that ask those kind of questions of uh, why I say this or why I say that, why I control my vocabulary beyond beyond the approach that uh, Dave on the thumb knows about. I don't use the term person unless you literally are really being that person they've assigned to you. You're not a person. You control, you're, you're, you're supposed to control one. You aren't supposed to be one. Uh, person is a person you, no matter how small. Eh, well, that, no. that can be true to a point. Uh, a person uh, is a fiction. But the living man woman is not supposed to be a piece of paper with writing on it uh, forming a, at least part of a trust. I didn't mean to get you going. That was a Disney quote. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm dropping Disney completely. They've done some things in the last uh, recently that I'm like, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, I hear you, man. They are uh, off the charts. Yeah, they're 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 starting to do things that I I even though Dis, uh, Walt himself was part of the Masonic Order, I think he was a 33. And that has to be Scottish, right? Not York. York goes to 32, Scottish 33, and Memphis on up to, I think, 102 or so. I've seen 97 before. Uh, but those three rights there. Uh, I think even he might be a bit bothered by what's going on. I don't know. I heard uh, I heard old Walt was into the Satan worship, so they've been yeah. putting in uh, subliminal messages into all the Disney movies since day one, so... Pretty much, yeah. Uh, look at look at Mickey. Every time Mickey turns his head, even from day one, his both ears were always facing the camera. What's up with that? Yeah. I didn't pay that much attention to yep. that kind of Check it out. Every time okay. in every single Mickey Mouse cartoon, adventure, commercial, whatever it is, Mickey turns his head, and his ears, both ears are facing the camera, no matter what Mickey's head's doing. It's pretty freaky. That's a, that, that's a uh, cartoon control of his ears, then. Uh, the other document I wanted to point out that doesn't necessarily have direct 
uh, not directly from the Vatican, yet also has everything to do with the Vatican as well, is the Sesta KV Act of 1666, uh, which basically declares you legally dead upon so-called upon your nativity. Uh, yeah, you, you want to highlight art- the important parts of that? Uh, well, Article 4 is the part where basically if you can prove yourself legally alive, which is the reason why on Facebook uh, that one time where you had chastised me a bit on using the term legally with living, I said, well, they declared me legally dead by the Sesta KV Act, so and all the stuff I've done, I'm basically saying, no, I'm not dead. I'm legally, lawfully alive. Here's all my stuff that's unrebutted, and it's too late for you guys to rebut it. I'm standing here unless you decide to resolve that issue. But that's Article 4, that if you prove yourself legally alive, you can basically get your estate back. And I've done all that as much as I know how to do, and Father's promised me I'm bringing your stuff, uh, full recognition of that and other things. So I'm looking forward to that here in the next couple of weeks or sooner. Uh, up, to, up to Father. I, I don't have control over his timing. I only have control over mine. And so i got to hearken to him to find out what I'm supposed to do, when I'm supposed to do it, and how I'm supposed to do it. And basically praying, Father, show me what to do next. So, yeah, that's basically the issue with the Sesta KV Act is declare you legally dead, and then Article 4 has you, if you can prove yourself legally alive, you know, here's who I am, and here's the documentation therein and thereof, and unrebutted statements, and these people over here know who I am, and have signed sworn statements to that effect, blah, 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 then they have to return your estate to you. Right, uh, yeah, so you'll be revested. Yeah, the first sentence that basically says of Article 4, if the supposed dead man to be proved alive, then title be is revested, actions means for profits with interest. Oh, okay, are you talking about the... Are you talking about the name on the, the uppercase name on the birth certificate? If I prove that person is alive, they have to pay me all the money that's coming to me through all the money that's sitting in the global treasury that's being traded on my treasury number on the back of my birth certificate. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Holy there's shit. several ways of going. There, there are several ways of going about it, and because you've got several demons as gatekeepers in this whole situation, it could get really interesting to try and get it done. Uh, I mean, I, mean heard... I, 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 I know of going through Judge Nadu in the monetized COLB. Is there another way? That's uh, you're talking about uh, Navin Nadu. I. Don't believe I know his first name, but he's he's a Native American. Yeah, as am I actually, but I actually okay. I'm in Canada. But yeah. is that the only way you know of to do it? Because we're waiting on twenty thousand other people, and I'd like to get it a little faster. <laughs> uh, all I know is what the Holy Spirit has promised me, and that's access to the bond. Uh. And, are you going to go through this entire process? Or, or actually, shoot, I should have been well, taking those. Well, that, that, that uh, again, I, you know, my my situation is not yours, nor is it uh, uh, Judge Nadeau's. 
I do know who you're. I think I know who you're referring to. He does have a uh, Skype chat room called Monetize Cold. Hmm. I'm in. So if you're on Skype, you might want to see about that. I'm uh, I'm on. I just opened Skype and I'm going to search the directory <laughs> right now. Yeah, this is this is Brian. I I, I followed uh, Nadu's info for a while, and even listened in on two or three calls. And uh, okay, you know, his caller was mentioning waiting on another twenty thousand people to come in. And I had a conversation here a couple weeks ago with somebody that is in his organization, and they're like, "Oh, we've already gotten through the first group. We're starting another group." You know. Oh no! And, well, uh, they've already done it twice. This I've is the third twice. time. Yeah. All right. Has anybody talked to anybody from either one of those first two groups? I I don't talk to them at all. I tend to just kind of look things over. Um, well, the, the calls I was on, Judge Nadeau has not been positive. Yeah, the calls I was on, it seemed like there was a lot of people saying, "Did you receive my paperwork yet? Oh, where did you send it? Well, here's the address," and it, and it was the same conversation with every person or every individual calling in, you know, and it's like, all right, you know, I knew they had already gone through at least one group. So it's like, okay, where is anybody coming forward and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing now. Here's some proof of it or something to show people that this just isn't another Ponzi scheme. You know what I mean? Uh, And, you know, it's amazing to me that the system has demonized uh, the word Ponzi, you know, throwing throwing people in prison for it and things like that, because everything we're surrounded with, um, if if you are involved in organized modern-day religion, you're part of a Ponzi scheme. If you have a driver's license, you're part of a Ponzi scheme. If you have a Social Security card, you're part of a Ponzi scheme. Everything is a Ponzi scheme, because it's only the people at the very top that really get the the big profits off from it. Yeah, you that know. poor Italian named Ponzi is probably saying, I didn't start it for this. Right. <laughs> and the people at the bottom, uh, if they do reap any kind of benefit or privilege, it really doesn't matter because they're the ones stuck holding liability. <laughs> no doubt. Which you could, you could see that, you know, a perfect example of that is the driver's license. You know, you're given the privilege of being able to use the public roadways, which you have the privilege of using anyway. Uh, but uh, this way they're claiming right that you... To use as yeah, a man or woman. By right, exactly. Uh, it's by right. And the, the only way instead you're holding a whole bunch of liability that almost far outweighs any of the privileges. Yeah. I don't know about that. It depends on how how skilled you are physically with the item you're using. Uh, the only way you could, the only one that can allow the conversion of a right to a privilege is, is the one asking for the contract in the first place. And in my particular case, that's already, for the most part, has been resolved. It's just a matter now of receiving the recognition in that, and then getting something bigger than my scooter to use in that manner as a right of travel and uh, basically not only get uh, receiving those uh, credentials and then praying about exactly what procedures I need to do to let the sporting folk know, like the sheriff's department, police department, state patrol department, 
to say, don't bother me. Here's why. And show it to them. Show them stuff they recognize as proof of me being who I am. Uh, you know, taking my documents as in as they are, they're... I talked to a bar attorney one time about this when I back in 2009, when I didn't know as much as I know now, and he said we ignore all this stuff. We're not going to we're not going to give it any recognition whatsoever. Okay, so if I get something they do recognize, and they still say no, then I get to go to their superiors, even clear up the food chain to even the State Department on District of Columbia, and I said you've got a disobedient servant here that uh, is refusing to recognize my status. You do. You need to take care of this fool and watch them do so because the big fish usually eat the little fish. Uh, the only time in recent memory that that has not taken place is when CenturyLink swallowed Quest. I yield the floor back to you, Brian. Well, I'm actually glad you, uh, you said a word there that because I kind of want to get back to the original topic, which is uh, – uh, the Vatican and the holy whatever. Um, uh, the holy Roman Empire. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd rather, I'd prefer to spell it with a W-H <laughs> because it's yeah, got more I holes can, I can in see it than your anything. Point there. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, you mentioned uh, the District of Columbia, and that's one of the things yeah. that, you know, people see things all the time, but it doesn't, their subconscious knows it, but it doesn't register with them mentally or consciously. And yeah. when you see something that's a district of, or then anything that's a district of means it's part of something bigger. Yeah. Okay. So when you look at like the name District of Columbia, you know, to get back to the Vatican and that that situation, District of Columbia. Okay. Well, then Columbia must be something bigger than the district itself. Well, who is Columbia? You know, and yeah. if you research back, Mercury. right? Yeah, yeah. You research back into some of these gods, and and this country is supposed to be one nation under God. Oh, they don't tell Which you one. which God, right? But if you go to their capital, you know, we know that with peoples over times, everywhere where they settle and maybe set up their main establishments at, you know, they're going to put up statues and symbols and paintings of their gods, and if. Sure. You ever unfortunately have the I don't like to call it a privilege of going into Washington D.C. and looking around at some of the art there. Uh, yeah. You're going to start seeing everything but the God that you think you know. Yeah, and they even have the Ten Commandments and Moses up on that one, which isn't a whole is on the whole isn't a bad idea. However, they've got uh, the rest of them up there as well. And something else to keep in mind on this, if you compare the, the physical construction of Vatican City with the, the pinnacle, the, 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 forgive me, folks, but this is the only way to say it, the erect penis, and the dome there uh, with the, uh, the mall in between, and you look at D.C., it's just a little bit farther apart because the, the mall and the, wall and, the, and the pool and all that, rectangular, a little bit farther apart, same thing. Well, if you look at the uh, photo that I used to advertise, advertise tonight's call, it shows a split of the, the picture of um, the Capitol building and of the Vatican. And it, it's almost a direct correlation. 
there isn't much difference really between what they right. look like. And you get into uh, talking about the obelisk or whatever, and it, then we're starting to get into really what happened back at uh, the fall of Babylon. And uh, the fall of Babylon, it was basically Nimrod saying, hey, you know, let's all come together and do something great. You know what I mean? And uh, Nimrod uh, was the husband of uh, Samaramis. And he was, Nimrod was the great hunter and ended up being more of a hunter of souls, I think. But uh, Samaramis was depicted back in those times and made herself a god. Made people worshipped her. And you look at statues and things from back at that time, and she was holding uh, her child, Tammuz. And yep. there's all sorts of images of that. And the more you look at it, it's like, wait a minute. These are the images that you're seeing uh, around the Vatican and within the Catholic Church. And, you know... I don't mean to bash Catholics or anything like that. Um, I'm still not to bring the truth. Right. People just need to comprehend um, the domination that's been used through man-made religion. Because there's two main things, other than your wife, there's two main things that men are going to fear the most. They're going to fear their government, and they're going to fear their God. They're going to fear their death in the end. Make sure they're not the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, and that's what's happened is God or the government, the state has gone and tried to put themselves in the position of being both and being looked at as both. And even like through the 501c3 churches, um, the corporate government actually, in a sense, ordains the churches. It's like they're not even ordained or okayed by Yahuwah anymore, but they're given the right to exist through the corporation. One other thing I'd like to bring forward uh, when you got a moment. When you're oh, ready. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. As the Holy Spirit just reminded me of what the uh, Vatican is trying to do. Okay. They know, without doubt or reservation, that they cannot save your S-O-U-L because they're not set up for that. Satan is not set up for that. They want to save. They want to take authority over your corporate S-O-L-E, and that's a whole lot different than your S-O-U-L. And that's something that really needs to be keyed in on is that the the, the a soul and a soul are two different things, and again they play item sonus, uh, which in the Latin is sonus means sound, and item is the same or identical, means essentially sounds the same, and uh, with that situation, you don't want to be confused as to which one the Vatican under Satan. It's not under Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the true Christ. They've got a different Christ that they're working with. And they're even using the they're even using his name Jesus Christ. They're not saying Yeshua at all. I have not heard the Pope in translated from Latin or anything else he's been saying, even if he speaks a different language, uh say any word about Yahshua HaMashiach. Which is the Hebrew well, name? 
if I can interject for a second there. Sure. Yeah. Go right there, there's times, even if you go and look at the Easter celebrations, that any reference uh, to, say, Jesus uh, yeah. will have a link actually to Lucifer, not to Yeshua. Precisely. It's a completely different. Uh, it's Lucifer's Christ, for lack of better phrasing, not Yahweh, not Yahweh's or Yah's uh, anointed out of Psalm chapter two, verse seven. So, and, you know, and, they, they do a great. They're doing a great job at imitating, but that's all they well, can do is imitate. And if you're not paying attention, you can you can get stumbled by it. And we've got well, that problem here on this land. Imitation, imitation is actually the key word, because. Yep. When you go in and start studying and researching things uh, from a spiritual standpoint or a biblical standpoint, um, and you start looking at things having to do with Masons and different organizations, um, you're, you're going to start getting confused between who Yeshua was and who Lucifer was. And that, that yeah. the two in different organizations, they commingled them. Yeah, they you have to I mean? confuse them. Because you find out the facts of the matter, uh, and that happens in the higher degree levels. Uh, from about 30 on up, you run into that situation. Uh, there's a book out, I forget the author's name specifically, but it's called Born in Blood. And it's about, uh, I'm recalling two different books. One I can't remember the name of, and I remember the author, Jim Shaw. And the other one I, I can't remember the author, but remember the name of the book, Born in Blood. But it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same book. Uh, Jim Shaw, when he went to publishing, had a specific name in there of a of what, how he had to change it to world renowned evangelist when he went to his thirty three degree initiation. Uh, Billy Graham showed up. Is what word uh, got out on that? If you re, if you go find the book published. Uh, either the extreme late 90s, like 99, or early 2000, uh, 2000s, and I'm not recalling the exact publishing date, but it's co- the book's called Codex Magica, C-O-D-E-X, Magica, with a C. Uh, that's by Tex Mars, T-E-X-E-M-A-R-R-S. It's a deep, in-depth uh, research and layout of the Masonic Order, the Illuminati, by Tex Mars. Uh, he's got his own ministry and stuff, and you'll find it on the web. But it's a great layout of Hollywood, of any basically all the famous folks, regardless of whether actors, singers, or whatever else. It exposed Seinfeld completely as far as those involved in the Masonic system of that, and their poses, their handshakes, their symbolisms. That book is is the encyclopedia for it, basically, as a whole. It's probably about three hundred pages thick. And text wow. did a fantastic. I never did get the book. I just looked through it. A friend of mine went and bought his, and that was last decade. And I got to look through it a bit. I'm going, whoa, okay then. <laughs> and you, it's all symbolatry. And what does Yahweh say in His first ten commandments? First two: I am the Lord your God. Remember that I'm the I'm I am Yahweh your Elohim is basically what that is in the original language. Thou shalt have no other Elohims before me. Number two, make no graven image. 
So what does Satan do? He brings it forth. The all-seeing eye of CBS, the symbol, uh, you know, the prize of Peacock on on NBC way back when. All the symbols you look at, you've got triangles, you've got all-seeing eyes, uh, AOL. Uh, there's too many to, too many for me to recall it and spit out here on, on here. But you look at all the symbols they've got for their logos. Sheesh. Well, you know, if somebody really wants to get into things and really start having an eye-opening, yeah, you can just go into whatever your favorite search engine is and look up the world is run by symbols yeah. and signs. And it's totally amazing, you know. And to get back to, you know, the, the Vatican situation, Yep. You know, the, the church has done the exact same thing. They yep. use uh, symbols and images yep. for everything. Um, yep, they do. And and it's it's crazy that even just basic things in our life have been formulated around the same thing. You know, a, a lot of uh, the churches, like if you go like the Church of uh, St. Peter, the Church of Mark, or, and they like to yeah. slang the bodies of... Uh, these dead popes and um, dead spiritual leaders, and people will get down and they'll kneel before them and pray to them. Yep. And yep. They, they've been taught that, that. they're, they're going to have better access to God if they go through some of these other saints or their popes or they go through Mary. You're going to have better access <laughs> than if you just go directly to Yahuwah. And yeah. like I was going to say, this has been brought into our lives in basic forms, and we don't even realize it, because just like they've got, you know, their saint of travel or their saint of health, different things like that. Uh, even in our lives, if yeah. you you get sick, okay, say you, know, you might possibly the doctor says you might possibly have cancer, okay, and it kind of just you're going to go to the one of them, you're going to go to a certain doctor for that. Or if you've yep. got um, something wrong with your sinuses, you're, you're going to go to a nose and throat doctor. So yep. we've got all of these doctors that yep. uh, they're the same thing as these saints of travel. And people may yep. think I'm totally nuts on this, but to me, it's, it's just a direct well, correlation. Uh, we're following a pattern, a proved and, and proven, yep. proven pattern uh, through time. Yahweh can use uh, the medical system. Uh, I had a discussion with my pastor recently that he was very, very concerned about my current situation of, of, for lack of a better phrase, in housing. This is my home under land patent. Our, our Heavenly Father is enforcing it at this time, despite whether the county knows it or not, whether the Sheriff's Department knows it or not. I'm two weeks past the notice on the door, which was a 72-hour notice, that, and Father promised me nobody's coming. Uh, another brother, which is an elder of mine here on Colorado Springs, said that the Father told him, I've got this handled. So I have confirmation that nobody's coming to yank me out of here and turn it over to somebody else. This is mine under the lamp patent, whether they like it or not. Having said that, uh, my pastor was... Uh, very concerned about it. And I said, Dad's got this. No problem at all. I said, okay. The next Sunday, after he had a discussion with me of it, and he even asked me if I wanted him private because, uh, you know, your housing situation. I said, Dad's got this. Okay. And he saw how calm and cool collected I was. He had me actually scared for a moment that I had done something 
absolutely off the chain that I did not know about. And he asked me about that. I'll go, whew, okay, what's scaring me like that? There's no problem at all. Dad's got this. Okay. Next Sunday, he asked me how, and I said, go to Cooper. Quiet as a church mouse over there. Nobody's dropped by. Nobody's coming. Everything's fine. Just waiting on Yahweh to bring that which he's promised and uh, go from there and listening to the Holy Spirit to let me know what to do next. Uh, he told me, because of his particular health situation, he's got a pacemaker. He just had it replaced. Uh, so he's got health insurance. He's got all the contracts in there, everything else. And he said, you realize I cannot do what you're doing. And I said, yeah, I know. And I got to thinking about that. And I said, technically speaking, you probably could. But where he's at with everything he's got going on, it wouldn't do him that much good as a whole to separate himself from Babylon, all that neat stuff, et cetera. Dad's got him right where he wants him. Father's got me right where he wants me. And there's no argument there between us. I think the world of that family, uh, Brian Badger and his wife Lynn and two children, that are about as biblical a poster child family of biblical capacity, getting it right the first time, as you'll ever see. They walk by Yahweh. They just don't have the same walk I do. None of us do as such. We may have similar walks. We may parallel each other a little bit. And yet, Meg Darnagon's shirt, if you're walking with Yahweh, you're walking with Yahweh, and not whatever the Vatican's got coming down, because they're a completely different situation. They're a completely different God, completely different Savior, and they're not trying to save your, as I said before, S-O-U-L. They're trying to save your S-O-L-E. And they're two different things. One's a piece of paper with writing on. The other one is within within your living vessel. And without you, back to you, Brian. Um. Yeah, there's a couple of things I want to touch on, but also, Justine, are you on the call with us? I uh, just tried getting a hold of Justine, yeah. and her line was busy. So, oh, okay. I, I was hoping I just that missed she's here her on Facebook privately. She had uh, left me a message this morning and doesn't know that I I do Sunday church because my pastor rests on Saturday, so I'm good with that. Maybe she's yeah. on the other number. I only well, she left me her phone number uh, for that. I'm not going to put it over the air by any stretch, but uh, she asked me if I wanted to discuss anything, and like, well, they're just get in here and get after it. So, well, like I, I said, I just tried. At. Like I said, I just tried ringing her, and uh, it says that she's on a, on a call. So, I was okay. hoping this is where she was, but. Um, you know, to get back a little bit more into uh, the Vatican situation, um, and you're talking about how they've changed the names, they've changed words with different, yes, even what country you go to and things like that. And yep. Rob Skiba Rob even uh, refers to that when the Antichrist comes back, it's basically going to be Nimrod reincarnated. Yep. You know. Yeah. Potentially. You, you look at uh, different countries. I find no fault with that research either. No, I oh, I agree with it too. And and you look at different countries. Uh, for Persia, Nimrod was Mithra. Uh, yep. When you go when you go to Rome, Rome Whole was soul. A lot of soul. names for that boy. Right, Rome in Rome, he was referred to as soul, S O L, which is also yep. a, a Latin term that also means the sun. Um, in yep. Greece, he was Apollo. Um, yeah. In Egypt, in Egypt, he was Ra, you know. Yeah. 
And and in some other places, the most no, the most known of that is Osiris. I I trip over Osiris more than Nimrod. That's the same guy. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And and you know and, and it's funny that they use the obelisk that uh, we we see at the Vatican, we see it in Washington, um, and a couple other places. But it, it's funny that those are used, and in fact, they're used actually at a lot of the big um, Catholic churches also yep. use obelisks as well. But and you go in and, and research Osiris and, and what happened uh, between him and his wife. You know, and it's kind of obvious where the obelisk came from, uh, yeah. because Samarimus went and chopped up his body and sent it in different directions, and the one part of the body, the phallic symbol, was the part that was never found. You know, so it's like, okay, the part that was never found, they're going to worship that. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, uh, according to the Book of Yasher and Rob Skiba's tearing apart of that as well uh didn't esau off uh, kill nimrod correct yeah and he was in hiding yeah which is the reason why he was when he he was running scared and that's why he went and got that birthright yeah uh because he felt that uh, his life was about to be removed from the planet anyway due to the situation at hand and reason why he said, you know, what is it used to me? I'm about to die anyway. And that's the reason why he was about to die. Genesis doesn't do much with that particular uh, situation of the why behind it. They just kind of lay it out and and Jacob's craftiness and all that. We, we don't really get the full story behind it. But in the book of Yasher, it does cover it fairly decently in, in other places, uh, which right. is the reason why I'm wanting to uh, get set up a better English Bible and include some things that the that our canonized accepted one doesn't include. I want the book of Yasher in there, even though it's you know Genesis a little shorter. I want Enoch in there. I want the Jubilees. I want the Apocrypha. I want all that laid out so that we've got some uh, uh, excellent other sources in there for uh, getting a better feel for this whole situation. Anyway. Well, um, Tactical Sovereignty, the main group, uh, Tactical Sovereignty Administrating the Estate, uh, yeah. I also have a spiritual earth, you know, slash earth group that covers things that get more into spiritual things and things that are happening uh, right now and that have happened in the past on earth. And if you go there and use the search bar and use some of the names of uh, some of those older chapters that were not uh, canonized into the Bible, you, I've got some of them listed in uh, that group, and you can go and read them, and it's very fascinating. I decided to go and start researching those books because I figured, okay, if little Jimmy and his minions didn't want those into the, put into the book, into the Bible, then there must be something to them. And well, there, sure, the, the Apocrypha and, is in the original King original edition, the sixteen eleven. Yeah, I've got to reprint it with the Apocrypha in there. They also print it without it as well, so you have the options there. Uh, well, I've got I've got the uh, sixteen eleven version uh, as okay. well, but um, it can be a little bit tough to digest until you get the flow of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and, the, and the, that, spell, the old English spelling is a bit fun. And as a side note for the 1611 reprint, 
the reason why I have that is I was told, and it's been confirmed to me, that that, that the non-copyrighted reprint is the only Bible you can take into a courthouse because it's a government document. Uh, and I find that interesting. They go into a foreign vessel and dry dock under a foreign corporation that they cannot uh, keep you from uh, using that within the, in that room because it actually outranks them. The copyrighted ones under Thomas Nelson or Zondervan or whatever else, and by the way, Thomas Nelson and Zondervan are now controlled by uh, Rupert Murdoch's uh, publishing companies. They bought them up. This is a side note. Uh, so the only Bible you want to take into a courthouse, if you're going to use it in any way, shape, form, or fashion, is a 1611 reprint. Hendrickson Publishers does sell those. I'm not sure if mine is Hendrickson or not. I'm I'm sorry, I spoke over you. What did you say? I said the Vatican will be so pleased that you did that, that you took a (laughs) non-copyrighted reprint of the 1611 King James in with you, because that supersedes everything. As far as top authority. Who did you say that that was through Hendrickson? Hendrickson publishes H E N D R I C K S O N. Hendrickson okay. publishes. Yeah. They uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to take a look at mine and see where mine came from, uh, because that would actually be kind of fun to do. <laughs> yeah, Brian, you, you would want to do that. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. Well, unless I go in there as the as. The, the HNIC of the whole situation. I don't even want to step foot in the place. Well, I wanted to I, situate it so that I change the jurisdiction of the building as a building again the moment I walk in the door. That's what I'm after. Otherwise, right. I don't even want to breathe in there. Well, I'm I'm exactly the same way. I don't even like driving past the area. Um, yeah. Fortunately, yeah, I just went and looked at mine, and mine is a Hendrickson. So, yeah, this is a beautiful thing. But unfortunately, I do have situations where I have to go there. Um, right now, yeah. I've got a situation with uh, guardianship that I was placed in um, yeah. by the father of a guy uh, when uh, the father was um, passing away, and I've okay. been in that position for eight years or so now, and now the state is looking like they want to go and yank that away from me, uh-huh. um, and there's absolutely no good reason for it at all. Uh, this Except gentleman that has... Except what you've done in in the last year. That's the reason why they want to do it. They know that you have decided to step out from underneath Vatican authority and being on the land, and uh, that doesn't work well for them. They can't fleece things if you're not under their authority. Well, I'm contacting the lead district judge here in the area in the next couple of days okay. yeah. uh, regarding some information. And uh, with that being said, I, I think maybe entering uh, the 1611 in as some of my evidence might be good to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, I'm, I'm walking on, on a higher cloud than you are, sir. Yeah, walking on water and using that? Oh, yeah. That'll... Yeah, I, you are commerce Woo! and I'm walking on commerce. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can see where that would uh, definitely have an impact on them because they they know about that stuff. Yeah, this is this is where the authority comes from. Yeah. Um, it, one of the things that I want people, if 
they get into this and they, they like researching this information and things. I think one of the things that people would find pretty fascinating, and uh, there is more and more growing talk about it. I've been studying this aspect for the last two or three years, and yeah. that is what, what's coming up on um, September 23rd of this year, 2017. I've heard about that. And uh, that you can find that in the opening verses of Revelation 12. Um, I've heard okay. some people uh, write about it and talk about it that are naysayers. Not a whole lot of naysayers out there, but a few. But when yep. the, these people are trying to educate you on the book of Revelations, yeah, that yep. tells me right there they have no clue if they're calling it the book of Revelations. Um, yeah. It's the book of Revelation. Okay, yeah, It's, it's one revelation. revelation. That's Yeshua to... Uh, Revelation of King, uh, it's the revelation of Yeshua, the Holy uh, no. Holy Spirit, to jo- Saint John of Patmos. <clears throat> so, but uh, yeah, so they have the yes on the end. They haven't looked at it much. Exactly, exactly. They don't know too much about it if they're putting that S on the end. But what one of the things to look back into is that you know um, uh, the September twenty third, and. I think it's very interesting that scripturally that we're told to stay away from astronomy and all that stuff and ignore it, da-da-da. But then you listen to the words of scripture of Yeshua and it says, watch the heavens. The signs yeah. are in the heavens. Yeah. Well, okay, then that, there's some confliction going on here. You know, yeah. uh, Now, it doesn't say that you're supposed to pray to the heavens or pray to... Oh. Libra or your sign Scorpio or that's where your power comes from which is yeah. what the, the new cage movement wants to teach you you know the yeah. new cage movement wants you to uh, follow all that stuff instead of sure. uh, doing your actually doing your own real research and finding out the truth but yeah. the interesting thing about um, it, Jupiter uh, is supposed to be entering the Virgin Libra, Libra and for the duration mm-hmm. of this about nine months, the same as a pregnancy. All right. Okay. Well, let me throw let me throw this on the table just for the fun it, of it. Here, okay. here. Let, let me add to this just a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because this is 2017, and it's interesting yeah, it that you know like we said numbers and symbols rule the world, and sure. if you if you follow dates and well, pay attention to that number seven. Part, but anyway. All right. Well, but you still notice. Um, uh, not necessarily parallels, but a pattern, okay? Uh, if you go back to 1967 uh, was when Israel was finally ad- able to capture Jerusalem, okay? Uh, it was 50, and it's going to be 50 years later that this happens here with um, September 23rd. But then mm-hmm. you go back prior to that 70 years, you're looking at 1947 uh, when the U.N. created Israel. I'm sorry, that was, that was 20 years Rock the, the UN just went along with it. All right, but then in and that was forty-seven. In nineteen seventeen yeah. was the Belfort Declaration. Yep. And then in eighteen ninety-seven was the the creation of the Zionist Congress. Okay. 
And it's funny uh, that right there, uh, what is it, five, six times in a row, you're seeing seven, 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 seven. Okay. Which is like a number of completion. Yeah, and the devil is aware of that as well. My question for everybody here is this state is... Is State of Israel incorporated a biblical government for that land? I would say I absolutely not. No. Yeah, absolutely okay. not. I want to make sure we're on the same page there because I look at five different types of Israel. I look at Jacob renamed, look his descendants, the Israelites, the land mass itself, a, a spiritual Israel. And then you've got this other rascal over here, started by the Rothschilds, uh, basically being formed and going and getting, uh, you know, I don't like to use the term global, because as far as I'm concerned, we're in a terrarium, according to Scripture, but a world, a worldwide acceptance of a land, of a governing authority over the land mass that is considered Israel, even though it really isn't, uh, called State of Israel which is actually a corporation run by the same folk that run the United States on District of Columbia. And they know about symbology, they know about anniversaries, they know about this, that we just had one this past week that my pastor pointed out to me called International Women's Day. You know where that started? The Bolshevik Revolution. And uh, he knew about the history behind the symbolisms and everything else with that, and the and the, uh, the red star and the woman that looked like a weightlifter and all that neat stuff. And he laid it out to us on uh, uh, to the whole ch- the whole church that showed up for uh, Wednesday's men's and women's group because he was very very disturbed by the company he works for and had a poster in his lunchroom that had this thing and International Women's Day and women right right of women and all that neat stuff, and he about blew his top over that. He called up HR and said, what the heck is this? And if it was a swastika, would you put a post of a swastika in a fair if I was Jewish? No, you wouldn't. So get this thing out of here. I'm a Hungarian. And the Bolsheviks killed a lot of my ancestors. Uh, He lit up on that. So the Vatican's all behind that. Every war going on is... The Vatican through the bankers on on this whole thing. In fact, even the Revolutionary War was the Vatican through the bankers. Lorenzo Ricci dropped by to make sure everything went right. He, he, Lorenzo Ricci, according to F. Topper faked his own death to drop by America to make sure what was the seeds being sown in in America under the Roman Catholic game were being were going in the right direction and everything was going according to plan to make America Roman Catholic. Yuck. So, there's that situation. I, forgive me, Brian. I didn't mean to get on diatribe there. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You know, David Rockefeller came out. Does anybody have any questions and, for us on this? We're, we're, we're just ranting back and forth. Okay. I, I got to say, even David Rockefeller came out and said that they funneled $50 million into the women's lib movement uh, for that yeah. reason, they wanted to destroy the yeah. family. They wanted yeah. to get taxes off from two people out of the house instead of just one, which would double the amount of money they were making. Yeah. So yeah. all this is craziness. And now I don't watch TV. I haven't turned on TV in several years now. But I, I heard stuff this last week about women that were, like, walking out of work on that day. Yeah, like yeah. It, I, I heard about that. 
Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, if you're celebrating down if you're celebrating women's liberation, women's liberation was about you guys being able to get out of the house, go <laughs> have your own careers and things like that. And now the way you're yeah. gonna celebrate being able to have your own careers is by walking out on your careers. Yeah. It's like yeah. okay, wow. But uh, yeah. there was somebody there was somebody coming in just when I started to speak, so and Dave on the phone was about to say something. Is that Dave, how are you doing, Dave? Good, how you doing? Awesome. Good. Well, I'd, before you guys get too far away from the Nimrod thing, um, okay. are you guys familiar with Anthony Patch and the work he's doing? Uh, doesn't really ring a bell with me. Okay, check out yeah. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony Patch, Patch is awesome. Author Anthony Patch Author and he says that you know you guys know what CERN is, right? The Superhadron Collider. Yeah. That yep. they are resurrecting Nimrod with CERN, and he is the the Antichrist. And there, I guess I think he said that the Book of Revelation says the the birth date of the Antichrist is like September something this year. And he says they're you know they got all the. The uh, DNA, and I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Check out yeah. anthonypatchauthor.com. He's on the same network as Rob Skiba, Greg. Okay. The Truth Frequency uh, that Radio. Like he comes on. That Rob's on the right track. Yeah, Truth Frequency Radio, uh, yeah. dot com. He comes on on Fridays at 5 Eastern for two hours. Okay. And uh, yeah. he does a pretty good show, so I'd check him out. I yield. Yeah, I found some stuff regarding uh, Patch, gosh, probably eight months ago or something like that. I'm glad you brought him up because I've forgotten all about him. Yeah, he had just some fascinating stuff, and I was, I, I really couldn't find any fault with anything that I read from him. Yeah, I thought you guys would, you know, be interested in the work he's doing, so I yield. Perfect. I just was able to pull him up. And see what's going on here. So well, we'll check know, him out after the call. So I'm not inter- interrupting our Vatican call with uh, Anthony Patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, he'd be right in line with it, though I'm sure. But yeah. you know, I, I think people need to comprehend that what's going on even present day right now. If you look back in the history of things that have happened, and I hate seeing when people put these memes out that. Oh, you know, if Christianity is so great, you know, what about all the people that were killed during the Crusades and stuff like that? Well, the, the thing is, is that what happened at those times, um, another organization was doing it, but yes, they were funded by the church. They were part of the church. Oh, and when I say funding. the church, I'm not talking about you and me being Christians, which Myself, the only way I identify as Christian is under the true definition. If you go to yeah. a, any dictionary that says someone who believes in the teachings of, of Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. That's the only way I follow it. I, I don't claim to be a Christian because I'm Baptist or Pentecostal or anything. I use Romans 10 9 for a definition. It says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That, to me, is the definition, basis, foundation for Christianity and being a Christian. That's yeah, absolutely right. Romans 
Romans 10, yep. 9. Yeah. Absolutely right. Uh, back a moment on uh, funding. As you talked about the Rockefellers funding the, uh, the women's uh, stuff, uh, they also funded the temperance movement aiming to eliminate intoxicating liquors from the U.S., the reason being is that they were finding out that their byproduct of kerosene production, or otherwise known nowadays as diesel in, in a lot of ways, uh, that they call gas, uh, instead of dumping it, they found out it, w- it would explode if you ignited it. And they needed some way to use it and found out that you could actually run a piston-driven uh, automobile with that stuff. Amazing. So instead of pouring it on the ground and and toxic and uh, polluting the ground the, uh, ground soil and all that neat stuff, they wanted to use it. Well, at that point in time, alcohol was the top selling item for that type of situation of a spark igniting system of of a piston driven engine. So they funded the temperance movement to move the situation from alcohol, which became illegal at that point, even though it was you know, about as illegal as other stuff, about as illegal as having a gun in Chicago today as, as alcohol was back then. You could find it if you wanted to. Rockefellers funded the temperance movement for the sake of not only getting women to vote and all any stuff, but also getting alcohol out of the equations so they could sell gas. Right. Wasn't there an agreement with, like, Wilson? I think it was uh, Wilson or um, Roosevelt uh, that if they took care of the temper, he took care of the temperance situation for him. They would make sure he got into office. Could very well be. I I, I know that uh, Wilson was their man all the right. way through, and they basically. Uh, I'm under the distinct impression that there was an under. Uh, uh, a backroom agreement for Teddy to start a new party, Bull Moose, to split the Republican vote so that the Democrat could get in. Well, I think Wilson had his hands, sense. Yeah, I think Wilson had his hands tied in two senses. You know, uh, one was yeah. in giving over to people, and the other one was uh, a promise to get elected. You know, if. Yeah. He went ahead and made alcohol illegal or, or pushed that movement forward for him. There's a lot of things that he promised that he didn't wasn't uh he promised to stay out of World War One and did not. Uh, the only thing that he realized that towards the end of his life, which I think caused his stroke because of the stress, that he realized that he had totally blanked the country over and he said, I have unwittingly destroyed my country. Most unhappy right. man. And then his new wife, uh, I forget her name off the top, I think it was Edith something or other, that uh, basically ran the country behind the scenes and kept, uh, basically kept as a puppet image of Woodrow functioning while she was making, uh, basically being president at that point after the fact. Uh, uh, and. Yeah, and she was, yeah, a, Congress she was a total socialist. Out of, out of finding out what was really going on with Woodrow at that point. Right. And she was a total socialist. And, and the same thing occurred with the last term of Roosevelt as well. Uh, yeah. 
Well, uh, not sh- sure that uh, Eleanor ran the country so much. Uh, did Re- Eleanor actually run the country in that situation? Yeah. Or Yeah, the okay. last term he served, yeah. Okay. Nobody knew it. Just like nobody knew that for the last eight years it's been Valerie Jarrett running everything, you know, for the corporate United States. Val- uh, uh, Valerie Jarrett didn't come in until the second term, did she? I thought Did Rahm she? was his. I thought Rahm Emanuel was Obama's handler for the first three years, and then he basically <laughs> the, the, the Chicago Rahm situation is warped completely in the fact that he stated publicly, "I have a house in Chicago. I'm looking forward to living in it." Go ahead. Yeah, right. You're not even a resident, and you're running for mayor. Oh, good. That'll work out well, and it has. The usual crap. I mean, the dailies have been running Chicago. In fact, the, the, Rom is the dailies man, essentially, in that situation. So the dailies have not lost control of Chicago. And I thought Valerie came in for the second term. Uh, Valerie has been a buddy of Obama's all the way through. So. Okay. Okay. She's always so she's always had his ear. He and came to the forefront in the second term. That much I do know. And yeah, she yeah. was the handler. Even uh, even Michelle Obama said that when they got done with dinner that Obama would kick off his shoes and grab a glass of wine and uh, go sit by the fireplace with Valerie Jarrett. Well, yeah, you don't have a you don't have a woman for a wife in that situation. Lotus <laughs> was, was a tra- transvestite. As such. Yeah, uh, I guess maybe he did have a tight end football, and then uh, yeah, you don't being a woman. They didn't do that back then. Yeah, but it, Obama was a homo. That, oh, that's well, what, he was that's what we're saying. All the way through, basically. Yeah. At best, yeah. bisexual. At worst, completely sodomite, as uh, David Lafum has pointed out. And all that it, that it can run, every bit of it. And it always has been. Why do you think all the problems that churches had? Yeah, uh, especially if you got a pedophile priest and that's getting exposed publicly, you move them around. You don't uh, step them down because the Vatican doesn't care about that stuff. Uh, PBS did a documentary on the pedophile problems with the priests in the, in the, in the uh, so-called Catholic Church and uh, saw that. I'm going, that is part of what told me very clearly, not that I didn't know before, but that was like an exclamation point uh, par excellence, that if Yahweh, because I know that Yahweh can clean up his own house. He's done it before here on Colorado Springs with two of them that I'm aware of. Uh, maybe, probably more. There's two that I know about specifically. And those churches, those 501c3s hadn't been around that long, comparatively speaking, to the Vatican. And I'm thinking, okay, that proves to me that, A, the Vatican is not under Yeshua, the true Christ, uh, the true God of creation. So therefore, that's the reason why Yahweh is not cleaning it because it's not His. It wasn't dedicated to Him in the first place, and it was just formed as a as a distraction and as a situation to keep everybody uh, vacillating between two decisions. So if it's not under Yahweh God, then it must be under His main enemy, Satan. So. I found that uh, very enlightening as far as that situation and realized that the Vatican's been under Satan since the beginning because I've watched Yahweh allow a church to go slowly south for 25 years and then he cleaned it up. 
took the original pastor out, the, uh, did get, the, as far as I'm aware, the original board out of there, or at least the board that was there when the pastor was exposed, and some of the other stuff that was exposed, and cleaned that place up completely, and it's now under basically the same name, new new management, for lack of better phrasing. Uh, and because one, one that of the things, place was dedicated to him. One of the things I want Back to bring up. Yeah. Okay. And one of the things I want to bring up is we know the, the influence of the church uh, on America, and which actually always kind of cracked me up ever since I was a little kid. You know, okay. if anybody gets a chance to uh, look into uh, Chick Publications, Chick Publications yeah. put some great information out on this, and they're, and they're still around. Yeah. But yeah. It, you know, I, I had to laugh as a little kid when I read information in history because I was a history buff. You know, when I was okay. in school, that okay. there was so much art. There, well, there, but there was so much argument over uh, Kennedy becoming president because he was a Catholic, and everybody okay. was so afraid of the church coming in and having any influence inside the presidency. And I thought, yeah. God, this is crazy because they they already are. They're already in bed with them, and they don't even realize oh, it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And the things that are going on right now with um, McCain's boys, ISIS out there, and okay. <laughs> uh, and supposedly our current, or not our current, but the current CEO, you know, vowed to get rid of ISIS. You know, uh, to me, all ISIS is is another pr- um, production of the Jesuit movement um, back when they were out wiping people out. You know what I mean? Okay. To, to, to further yeah. a governmental strategy. Two things with Kennedy. Uh, as you pointed out, people were concerned about the so-called church coming in and having an influence over a secular authority. Uh, Kennedy dispelled that with a lot of his uh, ev- ba- backroom efforts, including the effort to shut down the Federal Reserve, the effort to... Uh, you know, not not have it uh, religiously based his decisions and other actions and trying to get out of Vietnam, et cetera. Part two of that is that the Vatican established very clearly, we will take our own out because Kennedy was only probably a Roman Catholic by surname and not so much by faith as such. He public he was publicly in favor of the Vatican and all any stuff, but I think privately he really was not a big fan of it as a whole. Yet to keep keep appearances proper, and while trying to do what he was doing, coming in with thinking that his name would protect him, and the Vatican said not even close, and obviously was part of the uh, plan to eliminate him. Well, you're absolutely correct because if he really was in the pocket of the Vatican, then he wouldn't have been trying to undermine the IMF, which is the financial institution <laughs> of the Vatican. Yeah, that's a biggie. That's a huge one right there. Well, like yeah. you said a little bit ago, did anybody have any questions or comments? Uh, we've been on for uh, going on an hour and a half, so. No, nothing? Oh, come on, Gary Don. I know you got something to say. You are chomping at the bit to get on this conversation. Changing your status in front of the judiciary. How to do it. 
How do Thank I you. do it? <laughs> this is Gary Dunn, yeah. You have fun with that one. Uh, I can't even. Well, go I'm, 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 I'm actually oh. dealing with that right now. Okay. Well, okay. If you want to know what I've done, um, let me look here. I don't have one sitting right in front of me. Let me grab one of my notices. Because before you before you answer me or attempt to answer me, can I tell you what techniques I've been using, what strategies I've been using? Ah, go for it. Okay, so um, my counterclaim, as they're trying to foreclose on me, uh, my counterclaim has been I'm using modern money mechanics, page six, to you know d- totally refute their claim. Like they haven't lent me any money, they haven't done any equal consideration or full disclosure, nothing. So I'm using page six to either their own manual to uh, discredit them, and I'm also using uh, copyright law. I've copyrighted my name um, and sent them, you know, a, a fee schedule and, of course, the copyright notice, which I also posted publicly long before, and. They just went ahead and breached it seven times. So I'm also trying to hit them up for seven million in, in copyright breach, you know, copyright infringement. And Gary Don, I may I also, interrupt for a second? I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, are you That's using not Gary Don? Are you using the? Uh, I, I think it's the Mahone, uh the Credit River decision, 1969. Sir, I'm in Canada. What the heck are you doing there? <laughs> uh, there are times okay. I'm wondering. That, yeah, that won't work. That probably won't work there. My my bad. All right, forgive me. Please continue. And okay, as far as the copyright notice goes, I'm I'm a member of CPRO, which perhaps you don't know, but I'm sure the United States has a similar branch of government, CPRO is Canadian Intellectual Property Rights Organization, and I'm also a member of SOCAN, ASCAP, and BMI, so I know something about copyright law, and the forms that I use to copyright my name, which is the copyright I've done, are far more comprehensive than anything I've done with CPRO, who assures me that my copyrights are secure and safe. Uh, Your thoughts? Uh, this is Brian. Uh, have you registered the legal name? Uh, uh, the uppercase, all caps, yes. yes. All right. All right, so then that means that you are in a position to decide who can and cannot contract with that name. And I, I, I agree with that, but, but my concern is, okay, here's, here's the, the trick that I'm, or the bluff that I'm, the bullet that's in my gun. Uh, you know, if the judge tries to disallow my copyright, I'm going to say, well, do you know of any reason? Uh, and I know the reason they copyrighted my name at birth. But do you know of any reason why I'm unable to copyright my name, of which I am the sole beneficiary? I don't believe and, they did and, copyright your name at birth. Really? No, I don't. Then, Then what was that trick that they had my mother do when they registered my name at birth? What was that? Well, I mean, well, you, I, I really want to be enlightened here because oh, I'm fighting is, for my life. I got some skin is, in the game. 
Right. This is the way I look at it. Uh, as far as registration goes, <clears throat> uh, when you register for college, when you register for anything, what you're doing is you're agreeing that you're going to be following underneath the rules or whatever of that organization. You're not delivering ownership of that product over to that organization. You're just saying that you're enlisting in it and you're agreeing to the standards that they go by. All right. Now, the form, and here's the thing that a lot of people get confused on. The form that was used to do like the certificate of live birth or on Canada, I believe it's called the statement of birth. Um, yep. that, that form itself is copyrighted. But it's copyrighted in its blank content. The content itself, it, without any content, that form itself is what's copyrighted. The information put onto that form is not what gets copyrighted. The copyright's already been done. They own the so form. They, so, so they actually haven't. Okay, if they haven't copyrighted my upper my my fiction, then how is it that they have? Oh, here we go. I think. Oh, okay. I've heard Americans do this before. Um, I'll continue with my question. How is it then, if they haven't copyrighted my name, how do they have jurisdiction over the living man or the uppercase name? Jurisdiction words, is only jurisdiction is only given by consent. Well, I agree with that, uh, but they they love to ignore that kind of stuff. Okay, and now uh, my second know. question my second question to people is, have you unconsented? No, I have. I do not. Well, I mean, perhaps I did up until the age of majority, but I'm way past that, and I no longer consent. Although I've also heard and Googled, you know, telling them that you don't go, telling them you don't consent in court. It's way too late to tell them that at that point. Is that do you have comments on that? Uh, that could be a possibility. I've seen that where you don't consent and you waive all the benefits, and I've I've seen that work actually. Um, but my thing to everybody is that they they've tricked us all the way through. Whether it was signing stuff through school or signing the driver's license, which seems to be referred to a lot in the UCC codes. Uh, mm, yes. Uh, and, from now on, I I also sign my name UCC. Without recourse, use one three oh eight. Yeah, I'm on the fence about using that UCC one three oh eight. I mean, I have a stamp made for that. In fact, I've used that and um, and relinquished myself from jury duty doing that. But you know, I think the main problem is is that there have been just so many things that people have signed where they didn't know they were unwillingly already giving over consent. Um, but though they have never written anything and spelled out in an affidavit, one, two, three, I don't give consent, and here's the reasons why. Well, I'm doing and, that now. I mean, since I learned, I always sign things that way now. Right. But I, I, it's too late for I, Well, not necessarily. I don't think it's too late really for anything. But... <clears throat> I mean, other than when you're born never signing anything or getting a driver's license or whatever, entering into that, uh, 
private membership association. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Short short of doing that, I mean, I, I don't think it's ever too late. I think people can always give out notification because that's the way things are honorably have always been done, go all the way back in time. It's always been done through notification. And even though we don't feel like they directly notified us of what we were doing when we signed up to stuff, um, we still need to go back now that we've learned this info and give them notification of one, hey, I wasn't told. It wasn't on the form that I signed, you know what I mean? And and I'm, you know, resigning as uh, agent or a representative or surety uh, for that organization that they created because that's what they did with the certificate of live birth or um, the statement of birth in your case. And they created an organization and every organization needs to have a representative or an agent, right? And so that's what they mm-hmm. trick everybody into doing. So... You know, included in, you know, if you're going to do up a declaration of status, included in on that is a resignation as the position of agent or representative or surety for that organization. Um, and, uh, you know, something like that, I would recommend that would be sent to, uh, here in the States, it's a Secretary of State. Uh, Secretary of State is the holder of all titles, certificates, bonds, etc., Okay, job. well, what I what I actually did, I mean, this has been going on since October, and initially I sent them, you know, I'm happy to pay whatever whatever I lawfully owe. Uh, if, has anyone on this call ever been to, uh, I was going to say monetizeyourbirthcertificate.org, but no, um, getoutofdebtfree.org. You familiar with that? Anybody? Yeah, yeah, I've been those, on there. Those are the forms I'm using, the copyright and the letters, to which, you know, RBC promptly ignored, idiots. And, or maybe not, maybe they were smart to ignore it. But anyway, and then they contacted me several more, seven more times, of which, you know, I charged them each time that was stipulated in the in the letter of, what do you call that? In the fee schedule. Right, and so yeah. So now I'm actually, you know, they've claimed no one has been stupid enough to come up and stand up in court or anything and say, you know, I wrote this document. I want that house because that would be a signed confession in front of a judge, and I'd have them. But anyway, I've I've uh, filed my counterclaim and my my own claim, and I'm just waiting to see what comes next. Because um, I actually, I know what's supposed to happen, what should happen, what's morally obligated to happen. But I, you know, I'm sure we all know that what's right and what happens are two different things often. Right. And, and the reason for that is because, you know, we, we think that or we were brought up at least thinking that we were running and operating under a de jure government but instead it's a de facto corporation that has come in and they can pretty much do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Uh, There's things that work in some situations. There's some things that work in others. Um, At the beginning of this call, I didn't give the little disclaimer that we're not lawyers. We don't give legal advice. Oh, no, no, no. You're you're absolved from all this. No, 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 no. 
No, that's fine. But I, I want to say, but that was just because uh, this call, we were pretty much only going to be talking about uh, the facts and history of what has happened, and we didn't really get into too far. But as far as what the Vatican has done and is doing, but you know, as far as your situation goes, well, uh, I mean, now, now please understand. I know, like, I don't want a lawyer because. Getting a lawyer means getting a contract. I don't want a contract with these people. I, and, and a lawyer has an oath to the bar, not to me. Yeah, they have to protect them, and not you. Now, I think yeah. that that site that you're going through, I think a majority of that info comes from Mary Elizabeth Croft. Is that right? I don't remember, to tell you the truth. Oh, all right. Well, you might want to go. Info. I mean, you I might mean, want to go up and look up Mary Elizabeth Croft, and other people might want to as well. She's got great, great info out there. And she may not lay out things one, two, three for you, but if you listen to her, uh, there's hints in everything that she says. Well, that's how she does uh, Nick, that. may I, Brian, please? <clears throat> sure. May I? This is Gary Dunn. Uh, it just happens to go along with what you were uh, sharing before, and it was a wonderful, wonderful testimony. Uh, of truth brought forward. I really appreciate that. But see, I, <clears throat> I've been studying this for quite a while from Scripture. And even looking at the Constitution, I'm just going to say this shortly so you can run it, run it, run it by your own, own selves. You see, the, the citizen thing is what they're trying to ram, ram around and talk about. That is, to me, not the real problem. The problem is we're all subjects. To, to a monarch. Now, it may be the monarch of the Netherlands or the monarch of England. It's one of the two. Okay? And this is the land of Israel. And when the last queen took her oath in England, okay, Queen Elizabeth, when she took her oath, I have it on the VCR, she took an oath to be the 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 the, 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 the common the, rights of people. No, no, she took an oath to be a, the Queen of Israel, not the Queen of England. It's clear and clear, as you can see, we, ran, we run that so much. We are, we are, and if you look at the 14th Amendment and read the very first part of it, and get a selective, is all persons, and I know, forget the word persons, are subject to. When that is stated there, you are a subject underneath the monarch. And I'm, I'm making a big study up for the feast day coming up. And it's, it's clear as a bell to me. I, I've had a lot of people say, oh, no, I'm not a subject. The, the thing is, they're letting you fool around with this idea of the citizenship. That's not important. The important thing is we are a subject. And how, when our forefathers came over, not not talking about the Illuminati forefathers like Washington and Jefferson and a few of them. They they done they done evil in the father's sight. It was the pilgrims if you look on Pilgrim's Progress, they come over here to write the contract that our forefathers made way back in the time of Samuel. And I'll, I'll make I make this very short. They they our forefathers are called Israelites. Like they clamored for a king. They, there was no king in Israel ever until that time. And they clamored for a king, and they wanted to be like everybody else. And so the, 
Yadivah, he told, he told uh, Samuel, you go ahead and do this, and these are all the things that will do. You can read that in Second Samuel if you'd like to. But <clears throat> sure. it'll tell you all the things that the king, the king will do to you. So we are underneath the king. That hasn't changed. And if you read what, if you listen to what uh, Justice Greg said tonight about about the, the the King John, and and if you follow all the kings back, okay, some were fairly good, some were not so good, some were terrible. King Ahab was a, absolutely a miserable person, and then he changed his ways. But you you, you what we need is the 613 laws being brought forth from what Yadivahi gave us with the Ten Commandments. You wouldn't need to build a wall. You wouldn't need to do anything because it says, Thou shalt not have any strangers over the house of Israel or the land of Israel. Okay? And that means in that particular thing, there's four names for stranger. One is Nakri. That says Nakri there. That is one that's not of the race of the Israelites. Do not belong in the, in the land of Israel. And if you read about the wars and when they come out of Egypt, he gave them the promised land, and it's really drastic what he told them to do, but they, they didn't do it all, so they got to live with that the rest of their life. And with that, I yield. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Well, and, you know, that's absolutely correct. You know, well, we were told not to go back into slavery, and we did at times 10. And instead of following the one true king that we've got, we wanted to put another one in place. And uh, they even convince us of that, at least here in the States, every four years. And you guys are pretty much the same up there on Canada. And in Canada, I want people well, to realize... It's actually, it's actually worse here because you guys fought a war and then you were tricked money-wise to come back. But we never fought a war. We We agreed, I shouldn't say we because I wasn't even alive, but... We always consented. Well, I, one of the things is I, is I want people on Canada to realize is I've got a lot of members in Tactical Sovereignty that are part of Canada. Actually, they're all, all over the world that are part of the group. But that if you look at things that happen in the States and look at things that happen in Canada, uh, the dates all pretty much correlate with each other as far as the bankruptcy went and many other things. It's like within one year of yeah. each other. You know? Yeah, once once we went with the Rothschilds, yeah, we were sunk, just like you, in the same year, yeah. too, within one or two years. Yeah, I think it was like the same year, at the most, one year out. But, you know, I fully believe, and what I've done, that I see results from, now, granted, I'm not in something as stringent as, like, a um, a bankruptcy or losing a home or fighting for a home or anything right now, <clears throat> But just for simple things that used to not be so simple um, was the simple declaration and and giving it to them, putting it in the right hands, letting them know that, hey, sorry, I may have been tricked into being part of you at one time, but well, now I know, I, and I've made a conscious choice not to. Well, I, I should point out, I mean, you're... When I discovered the fraud, that it was my own money in the first place, that's when I stopped paying. Because I thought, you, well, pardon me. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. Well, I thought, you SOBs. No, uh, of course I should have done that. That's, uh, they're, they're defrauding me. 
and I can no. prove it out of their own book. I'm in the same situation right now. I have a mortgage, and I'm still paying it. And I will continue to pay it until I know I can nail their balls to the wall, until I know the ball is totally in my court. You know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I don't – there's so many people that I've seen. When I first started researching all this info, and I started out like a lot of people – uh, listening to the Kata Gaia calls and being part of her groups. In fact, Kata Gaia, a.k.a. Keith Thompson, because it's a dude. I want everybody to know that. Won't even admit what they are, what she is. He is. But she spent a week texting me and trying to feel me out. I don't know if she's trying to get information off me. And finally, at the end, he was like, are you an attorney? I'm like, no, I'm not an attorney, you know. And he continued talking to me for like an hour day after that, and that was it. Uh, and then shortly after, within a week or two, I started getting kicked out of Gaia groups and things, which didn't bother me at all, because their whole idea is run from the name. And if you look in the group chat, somebody came on the group right away, just before the call started, and put in there, it's illegal to use a legal name. You know what? They're absolutely right. And if you go and look at the holdings of a uh, case in Oregon, um, up in the northwestern part of the U.S., or of America, rather, I'm sorry. Um, the, Oregon, the Oregon courts even said that if you are doing business, which we know commerce is business, and the courts are doing nothing but commerce, that's all they do, um, they're in there with you, forcing you into commerce, says if you are doing business under an unregistered name, you may not have standing. So what you're saying is that I actually should go and register with the notary public or something? Register my copyright? Is that what you're saying? Uh, not register the copyright, but I mean, as long as the name is registered, I think you're fine. You know what I mean? Well, well, well when you when, okay, when you say register, I... The rules of copyright say, you know, make a public notice, which I did, Facebook, and then notify the, in this case, the plaintiff, you know, this is my, I own this, don't use it for any reason, which right. they ignored. Now, when you say register, what do you mean? I go register where, how, with who? Well, I'm down on Florida, okay, in the southern part of America. Or of um, I, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cognizant of the fifty, oh. you know, states. Don't oh, worry. Yeah, I know, I know, but I I just don't. I I want to use terminology correctly. I want to say United States because the United States is only Washington no, D.C. No, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Continue. Yeah, this this whole landmass landmass down here is not the United States. The United States is only the District of Columbia. Um, Probably everybody on this call knows that, but not everybody. Okay, well, right. yeah, not everybody knows that. But well, anyway, go ahead. People in the future will go back and listen to these calls as well, too. That are just waking up. So I just want to clarify that. But um, anyway, no, I I went online to Secretary of State for Florida and registered the legal name. People are all the time saying, "Oh, you can't register a legal name. They don't let you." Well. It, maybe it depends on where you're at. I don't know, but Florida let me register the legal name, and I registered it for every county on Florida. Okay, so so I so mean, I and, and, general. when I talk about registering the name, that's what I did for registering the name. 
All right, and okay. it put me as, and it lists me. It says under owner, it has my name. So I would have to go to registries. Oh, I, I don't know if they'd let me. Do, I don't know if they'd get it. I don't know if um, they understand. But, well, I'll try it. Well, don't don't walk in physically and talk to another man or woman, and try and do it online. That that way. A computer's not going to argue back with you. True. You know what? I'm going to try that right now. But, um, well, you don't have to try it immediately, but, yeah, this evening, go for it. But uh, that's what I did, and I think it was $70 to register. Oh, it's oh, good okay. For- Is that registering in, like, you did it in Florida, so if I did it here in Alberta, i do it for Alberta or i do it for the city of Calgary? What it- What was your procedure? Uh, mine, mine just said I had the option of the county that I was on or for all counties for the state. And so I did, I did all counties. And uh, important thing, I did it unincorporated. Unincorporated. Not unincorporated. So like, so like a sole proprietorship. Uh, yes, very much like a sole proprietorship, exactly. Uh, because uh, then you're getting into tax issues. Very interesting. I'm um, yeah, unincorporated I'm, I'm, entities don't have to worry about the whole tax issue as much. I'm going to see if that's a possibility in Canada. I'm I'm doing this right now. If there's any other Canadians on the call, root for me. Hey, you I know, guess. are you, you're a member in Tactical? Uh, say that again. You're a member of uh, Tactical Sovereignty in Facebook. Uh, n- Oh, hang on. No, I'm not, but I'm just going to... Now, see, you distracted me. Now I'm going to go to Facebook and see if I can find you guys. Well, I told you not to do the registration right now, but you can do it this evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll, do it. I'll do it tonight. Not that I'm telling anybody what to do, but... No, because... No, 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 because I want to say, I've got a lot of members that are up on oh, okay. Canada. Yeah, tell me the name of the URL again. It's tactical sovereignty. Oh, okay, okay, but I mean, no, no, but it's Facebook uh, forward slash what? Tactical, T A C T I tactical. If I may. Oh yeah, go ahead. On Facebook, they have a search bar at the upper left where the F is. Just punch in tactical tactical sovereignty. They are just tactical because I don't think there's any other. Group names that are t- that are labeled tactical, and you should be able to find it from there. Tactical. Uh, no lots. Okay, so tactical. S O V E. There it is. Yep. Tactical sovereignty. Yep. Just hit the join, and uh, when I get off the call here, I'll go and accept your request. Because I was going to say. I have a lot of members um, up on Canada. I'm not sure what provinces, but uh, they're but they're always messaging me saying they're always messaging me saying, "Is there any other people here from Canada?" Because I got a question on this or that, and I'm like, "Just post a question to the group, you know, and let them know, hey, up I'm on Canada. What other members here can help me?" And one of the things that I absolutely love about the group is that I do have it set where I have to approve posts. 
That way people aren't trying to advertise Ray-Bans or porn or stuff like that to the group. But I'll go and I'll approve posts, and then like two days later I'll go back and see a post that I had accepted, and I'll see that there will be like 120 comments on it. And, you know, to me that thrills me because – and I'll go through the comments and read them and check everything out. Everybody working together, really trying to help everybody, to me that's what this is really all about. And I've seen so many other groups where I go and I look in their comments and people are calling each other all sorts of names and fighting with each other and stuff. And mm. it's like, mm. really? Yeah. And I have been so blessed that that has happened so rarely in my group or in our group's group, you know, because, and it's only happened a couple times when people have come in and tried to infiltrate the group and kind of destroy things. But I knew who they were and who all their friends were, so I just went and eliminated them, you know what I mean? But it's been so limited. I've been really, really blessed that way because there's enough work and research to do without getting involved in the drama. (laughs) But... Yeah, oh hang on for the group. You can contact with other Canadian people, and it could be a big help. You know, there's a lot of people I know on here. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure is right. Oh, there's a lawyer. Scum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your name? My name is Fred. Fred? Okay. Uh, well, I just had somebody post that question to me, so that way, you know, when it's they see you, uh, don't know your story a little bit, and you know what I mean. One of those foreign names, very difficult to pronounce. Sorry about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you have an icon or anything like that that you use? What's your icon you use on Facebook? What's it look like? Well, I mean, gee, that's a good question. Let's go to my page and see. It's me picture. playing. A, it's it's me playing a set of keys. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, my one of my admins uh had just approved you. So Cool. And that was Rance. Rance is a good guy. And Let's he's see. one of these pe- he's one of these people that's not just out here only studying and learning stuff, but he's putting things to the test. Cool. Yeah, well I'm definitely uh testing this. I mean I, I figured when I started this I figured well you either believe something or you don't. So, like I say, I got some skin in the game. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that kind of breaks my heart is that so many people get faced with issues and problems, whether it's a foreclosure, mortgage, or they're looking at, you know, probation or looking at 20 years in prison. It's situations like that when people really go out and exploring and start learning what has really occurred and what's really happening. And then they get that fire in their pants and get pissed off. You know what I mean? And I really wish people would have a desire to learn and comprehend what's going on prior to something like that happening. Because when you learn this stuff ahead of time, you can give some preventative measures to keep these things from occurring to you and happening to you. And... uh, that's pretty much the boat I was in. I really didn't have any pending things, but I just had some ideas that were always floating in my mind that I wanted to go and explore. And when I got the chance, I, you know, I told my girlfriend, don't give me a phone with full internet. Don't do it. You'll never see me again. 
<laughs> well, guess what happened? She never saw me again, and she's not here anymore either. So, <laughs> because I was going to get in and dig in and figure this situation out and figure out the way out. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so when I register, this is not a DBA. This is actually my name. So registering the name, even though it's already copyrighted by by all the rules that I know of copyright, um, I'm registering the name or am, am I registering the fact that I've copyrighted the name? What am I actually doing? You're just re- registering a fictitious name. Except it happens to be the name that I use. Right. But it's the all-cap name, which is a fictitious name. No no argument there. Yeah. Uh, the all-cap name, uh, you're, you're looking at Dog Latin, which is fraud and deceit. And well, the all-caps is actually, actually it's, it's symbolic. It's, it's American Sign Language, so with a different set of grammar rules. Right. It's American it's, Sign it's, Language, it's symbols. Yeah. So, I mean, if if you and I looked at a, a contract or a, a summons, whatever, summons, that's necromancy, by the way. They're summoning you to appear. All right, give me a break. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if uh, – shoot, I'm getting old. Refresh. What, what was I talking about? I have absolutely no idea. Shoot. Oh, that but sounds like no. something my mother-in-law would say. Now, anyway. I know the direction you're going in. That, 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 uh, what you're registering. And I said you're just registering that fictitious name. That oh, all oh, name. oh, oh, I was going to say, if I get an impartial judge, like, he can't dismiss my, my copyright without dismissing an entire branch of the government up here. And I'm wondering, you know, well, was the judge going to be stupid enough to do that? And is he, you know, will he dismiss, if he's impartial, he can't dismiss page six of money, Modern Money Mechanics, because that's what RBC and Bank of Montreal and 9X and Chase Manhattan, everybody uses that. So how that's what 180 other countries are doing. So what he's going to do, he'll, he'll just somehow or another dismiss the case, quietly dismiss the case, because they're not going to spill the beans on the whole fraud that's going on. No, what I'm hoping is that I'll say, you don't have to, you can seal the records, I'll put a gag order on me, just just give me my house and my money. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, I was listening to a thing the other day, or reading something the other day, and it was about somebody uh, dealing with a court case, exactly what you're doing. And this judge said to him, he says, you know what, he said, in all of my years, uh, sitting on the bench, I I see all these people come in fighting mortgages and foreclosures and things. He said, I have never seen anybody use the argument that they never received any money. Well, that's factual. And because it is. the money didn't that's, go to me. It went went to the person who had the house. That's that's very factual. And not only did no money come to you, but no money came out of the hands of the bank. No, of course not. That previous owner. You know? That's page six of Modern Money Mechanics. It's all there. Right, exactly. I, I wish people would go out and get Modern Money Mechanics and read that and stand on that stuff and use it because I don't see how you can argue against it. I don't see uh, how a court could argue uh, against it. Uh, I, I don't either. 
I mean, except for the fact that I know it's it's called a justice court, but it's not. It's they're the gatekeepers from you know for uh, the elites against us. All of well, us. It, it's justice for them, and you know when the the government of corporation no, no, talks, not, it's not it's not justice for them. It's protection for them. It's not just. Well, well no, no, it is. It's just for them. Oh, I oh I get you. Yeah. And, oh, good play and, on words. <laughs> well, it is. The whole thing is a play on words. And when you look at, like, freedom and the uh, corporations or the governments, or they, they claim they're spreading freedom and this and that, well, you have to understand, you have to comprehend their definition of freedom. The defini- definition of freedom is that everybody, freedom has decided, everybody has decided to be subservient to them. That's To them, that is freedom. You have freedom... As long as you are subservient to us, that's the only way you have freedom. Not my idea, Freeman. No, it's not. Uh, they've twisted and warped all the, you know, all the definitions and everything. Um, uh, Justice Johnson can even give you info on that re- regarding uh, Webster and what happened with Webster and the twisting of the dictionary. I mean... Okay, I've got an, crazy uh, world. I, uh, um, no argument there. I have a, a notepad open. Were you, would you be willing to give me any names or URLs where I can read more? Like I'm, I'm just lapping up information right now these days, and, and could use more. All right, I can give you. Uh, the group has a website. Yes, I just went there and joined. No, no, I'm not talking about a Facebook page. I'm talking about a website. Okay, go ahead. Um, LawfulAmerica.Solutions. LawfulAmerica.Solutions. Interesting. Okay, give me another one. If you uh, well, that will keep you busy for the next year. Really? More, more busy than get out of... Get get out of debt free dot org and monetize c o l b. Oh heck! Oh heck yeah! Uh, I've got tons of forms and everything there. Uh, you can anything on, anything uh, uh, dis- distinctly to Canada because it doesn't work quite the same. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, but it's not quite the same. Well, you're just going to change. You're going to just change the wording, and you're going to have to find the correct forms. Uh, like in Lawful America, where there's stuff for letting the IRS take care of your problems here on the states, you're just going to have to go to your IRS division up there. Uh, Canada Revenue. Yep, there you go, Canada uh, Revenue. I, I, I don't know if it works the same down here as up, up there is down or down there is up here, but uh, okay. Let me it, let me it, ask it, you a question. Let me ask ahead. you a question. Canada Revenue, do they have a fraud department? Good question. But uh, here's what, I know, what I've learned, and at some pain, I might add, and nobody wants to believe it, but you have to file taxes here, but it's not the law to pay taxes here. They just keep upping the bill, but there's no enforcement. Uh, kind of like the Affordable Health Care Act is here. Oh, Really? Oh, that's the way it is. They they never wrote any enforcement into it. Interesting. Anyway, 
okay, lawful America. That's it. That's all. You, that's you don't. You you mentioned a woman's name. You, you asked it, did did such and such do get out of free get out of debt free dot org. You a woman's Mary, name. You, Mary Elizabeth Croft. Okay, you hang on, a, Mary. Croft with a C. Cross or Croft? Croft with a C. C R O F T. Okay, Mary Elizabeth Croft. Yeah, what else? How, how I beat the banks. How I beat How I beat the banks. That's a book. Yep. I beat. I always thought President Barfield had that on his uh, tombstone. Or maybe yeah, I got the wrong president. That's how he beat the banks. He died. <laughs> uh, that's cold, dude. <laughs> well, how he beat the banks? Uh, by who? Or just Google it and I'll find it. Mary Elizabeth Croft. Oh, okay. What else? You got anything else? Uh, those two things. I, lawful America itself will keep you busy for so long. Okay, okay. Then I, I guess I can... It'll give you the direction you need to look in. I, I'm already watching several. I mean, uh, let me give you some now that we're on this call. Who knows? Somebody might be interested in some of this. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, Romley Stewart. I'm watching a whole lot of videos by him. Um, yeah. If you go into tactical sovereignty and you go to the search bar <laughs> and just put in the word playlist, Okay. I've I've put okay. things in there in a certain way so they can be brought up, and if you just put the word playlist in, and then you scroll through the things that come up, you'll find that um, Michael Carl Michael, great great member, um, he has done uh, videography for a lot of excellent excellent researchers. He went and took Romley Stewart's videos. And put them all in order for me, wow. so you can watch them in order instead of bouncing around like you see on the internet. Okay, um, I think that's. Oh, there's one more guy. Who am I watching on Facebook? Just give me a second. And I'm, uh, I don't know what his name is. Marcus. He said he always ends his videos by saying, "My name is Marcus." You right, know what I'm talking right. about? Yep, that's, that's Marcus, it, it, servant, it, servant king. Um, it, if right. you, it, 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 is that legit you, or is or is he nuts? No, he's legit. I know his whole backstory. He's from Canada. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm watching. I'm taking notes on him at the moment. While you're scrolling through playlists on the search bar for the group, you'll also run across one that Carl Michael did for uh, Servant King. Marcus. Oh, my gosh, you have all this on Lawful America? You've done some work, dude. Oh, you're on Lawful America looking around? Okay, uh, well, what else? Anything else you want to uh, steal before I run away? I'm sure some of these other guys are getting tired of not talking. Well, no, I mean, and I recommend to everybody, use the search bar for the group. Put in keywords. Use a keyword like playlist. Use a keyword like uh, study link. Uh, use a keyword like tools. All right. Okay, and, 
all sorts of things will pop up. Well, I'll show you stuff that I've done and other people are doing. Okay. Uh, who knows? There might be a story on there. Uh, you'll find tons of info, trust me. Thanks, man. You got it. Okay, wish me luck. Absolutely, if I, absolutely. If I, if I get, forget honest, but if I get it, even an impartial judge, I I think I got a pretty good shot. I know my arguments are sound. You absolutely do, especially using modern running mechanics. I mean, but how are you going to argue that? Well, and but here's the problem. Now, I know that this has been incorporated other places. It's even been incorporated in Australia. But when the Civil War occurred here on the States, um, President Lincoln had a gentleman by the name of Sir Francis Lieber from France write up basically the rules of war, okay? And it was how the standing army was supposed to react with the American people. And he wrote up a thing called the Lieber Code. Uh, Labor Code is about 150 articles. They're all about one short paragraph each, all right? And if you go and read into them, all of a sudden lights will start coming on in your head. You'll see how they're able to do things that we read about in the newspaper that we're like, how in the world can they do that? There's no way they can do that. Well, when you read the Libra Code, it makes sense to you. But like I said, that was written uh, for America Okay, uh, for, the, the for the Civil War, but it's been L-I-E-B-E-R. But cool. th that, that has also been incorporated by other countries. Okay. And it wouldn't surprise me if you wouldn't find it in the laws somewhere on Canada as well. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I've got some work to do. A lot of work to do. I'm There's already doing work. a lot of work. But There's I'll always work to do, brother. There's always yeah. work to do, brother. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, don't have too much fun. <laughs> um, I'll try not. Okay, I'm going to take off. Thank you very much for your time. Okay. All right. You yield. You're good. All right. Do we have anybody else that had anything to say? We're looking at a little over two hours now. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Are you going to be taking off on us, Justice Johnson? Uh, I figured it would be about a great time to wrap up the call and call it a, call it a day in an excellent two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think even with the last caller, uh, he brought forward with his questions and stuff a lot of info that people can use as well. Um, I'll give everybody one last shot if anybody had anything, and then we'll call it a night after that. Well, the only thing I can uh, end this with is, A, the Vatican is the head of the snake. Chopping it off is going to be a unique experience, if at all possible. And uh, two other books, three books that you may be interested in is uh, Judge Anna's book, uh, American Affidavit of Probable Cause, uh, Melvin Stamper, former uh, retired attorney, Fruits from a Poisonous Tree, and F. Tupper Saucy, Rulers of Evil. Are the three books I recommend to get all this digested, figured out, and ironed out. In the name of Yeshua, be blessed. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Those are excellent references for people to go and look up and read. Um, 
the information's out there. Stuff has been put out there. Uh, the only thing is everybody has been tricked into living a lifestyle of not learning and researching and reading. Um, everybody wants to watch a five-minute YouTube, if they even do that. Otherwise, they'd rather watch funny videos or sit in front of the TV and be mind-controlled. And, um, I mean, that's the bottom line. But is there anybody else that had anything? Otherwise, I guess we're going to call it a night. I've got a dog barking. I'd like to ask a question. Let me get him quiet. All right. Well, it sounded like the dog had something he wanted to ask, so... I don't want to leave him out of the uh, mix. I don't want him to be too loud. Well, that's all right. That's all right. I, I'm used to that. I've got plenty at any of- at any rate, Brian. Uh, this is Larry, and the link, the the search bar you were talking about on what page was that? Was that on Lawful America? Well, there's Ooh. a search bar. There's a search bar on Lawful America, and there's a search bar for the Facebook group Tactical Sovereignty. It's right, well, it should be right up at the top. I found the one on the Tactical, but I can't seem to locate one, I don't know why, on Lawful America. I was just on there while you were talking, uh-huh. and I well, didn't see it. I know it's like it's a thin little line. Uh, you just have to like kind of maneuver around it, I guess. I, I don't have it brought up right now, so I can't tell you exactly where it is. But I, I know this one there. I've used it a bunch myself, actually, to go and find things we've put in there. You were talking about playlists. So I was assuming it was the Lawful America. Uh, no. For playlists, to type in, like, playlist or um, study link or something like that, um, that was for the group Tactical Sovereignty on Facebook. Okay, that that clarifies it. I I appreciate what you're doing. Greg Johnson's one of the better guys. I I just I'm trying to learn. You know. I know Larry. I know Larry. You're working hard at it too. I'm trying. Uh, I think I've got the passport figured out though by uh, what you were saying. Uh, I I believe it's all in your attachments. As long as you can post in your attachments, the things that make it where they can't refuse, like making your Social Security mandatory when it's not, as long as you can cite those USC or whatever they're under, like uh, their foreign, your, would be a foreign national to their foreign government. So you should be able to cite that and be able to get through on the foreign national just as easy as the passport as long as you put up your exhibits that cite why they can't refuse you, if you know what I mean. I'm sure you do. But No, you're you're absolutely correct. Because those are their employee handbook rules. Those are the things they have to follow, not what we have to follow. So what we do is we just bring that to their attention. This is your this is the things that you are under, and this is what I'm doing it under. Well, that's you know? what I was saying. I'm getting ready to fill out the passport application. I just, I'm trying to gather up the USCs and everything to put in there to back up what I'm going to be telling them what I want them to do and why they have to do it. So, it it 
it, it's getting a little easier, and I really appreciate your page. It's Since I found it, I, I don't go to too many other pages. I just, between Facebook and your page, that's it. I don't do much else except for the research. I, I found a good video that starts out with Jordan Maxwell, but he has a guest, and I can't remember the guest name, but I, I kind of want to post that one. And there's another one I found that it's a five-and-a-half-hour, I'd say, seminar that has an awful lot of information in it as far as UCC and everything else and what they can and can't do and what you can and can't do and how you can even... The guy in the Jordan Maxwell video cites the Judges Association and follow the money. And if the money that they hit your bond for doesn't end up where it is by legislation supposed to go, well, then that judge has committed misappropriation of funds, and guess what? Your case gets thrown out, and he goes to jail. So I'd kind of like to post that one by uh, – it's got, like I said, Jordan Maxwell in it, and I can't remember. It's a young guy, but he's, he's really smart. And 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 I think people would really get something out of it if you would well, mind. Yeah, you know, feel free to post both of those. It's like, you know, uh, as far as our conversation this evening, you know, I recommend everybody to go watch Know Your Enemy on YouTube. And granted, I'm sorry, it's over ten hours long, but right. you know what? If people have no time spending countless hours doing nothingness in their life. That gets them nowhere. So people need to start uh, watching some entertainment and then listening to some things where they actually learn something that will get them somewhere. That's why I like longer videos like Yusuf L. His are always two or three hours long. And and Tex, what's his name? Uh, Tex Mason. I, yeah, yeah. And 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 even even Jeff Anderson, Stop the Pirates. He seems to have quite a bit going, and as far as information goes, there's just so much out there, and you get flooded after a while, and you you start getting confused. At least I do. Well, you, you know, as far as with Yusuf L, um, he's on Truth Frequency Radio, and yes. uh, he's been talking um, the past few days. He's really getting into the bonds. Um, yes. the, the jail bonds, the prison bonds, and I'm not talking about the bail bonds. I'm talking about a performance bond, a bid bond, and that stuff people really need to learn about and comprehend because that's where they're making money at. When they tell everybody that the United States is broke and bankrupt and this, no, they're full of shit. They're making money hand over fist. The only problem is it is not staying in America. Well, that's what the one man was talking about as far as the judges association because I found out a long time ago about the Christ Fund, C-H-R-I-S-T, like Christ, but Christ Fund, out of Dallas, Texas, Federal Reserve. And all it is is a big slush fund retirement for the judges. But you follow that judges association, every every state, every county, they've all got their own judges association, and that's what they are. They're slush funds for the judges because they're taking the money and not putting it where it's legislatively supposed to go. They're putting it where they want to go, and that's misappropriation of funds. So that's what the one man was talking about in the video. I'll post it, and you can see. You can see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. But it, it, it's not Chris with a T. It's just Chris. But, yeah, that that is okay. the funding that okay. they're, they're operating through. 
And yeah. if you get into even your local city or county, state, federal, uh, they are all operating things actually through these different fundings. And um, you go and look at the these Chris accounts and look at the CAFR accounts. The CAFR accounts are the biggies. Yes. Because the, the CAFR accounts is where the county or the state may be making all their money at. They be may they may be making twenty million dollars a year in your county, but though the only thing they're showing you is their budget, and their budget shows that they're six million dollars in debt, so they've got to raise taxes. But they're not showing you the other side of the ledger. People understand there's two sides to every ledger. Right. The books they let us see and the ones they don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, a lot of companies operate like that. I'm from Chicago, and uh, back when I was a kid, it was so crooked. If you got pulled over without lights, it was negotiable. But if you got pulled over with lights, you were getting a ticket, that's all there was to it. But I'm kind of, because I was born and raised in a, <laughs> I can't believe Crook County was so crooked, but that's why even when we were kids, we called it Crook County. So uh, I don't know. Just that's Obama, and now we have Rahm Emanuel up there in Chicago. I'm familiar with uh, a neighborhood where there was a a house that was owned by a judge, and it was kind of being. Most houses only have an identification number, uh, a personal identification number. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but they usually only have in real estate, a house only gets a number one time. And yet this house on the southwest side of Chicago, kind of near southwest side of Chicago, that they were all connected to Obama, his wife, some judges, crooked cops. The house had at least six different PIN numbers. So it's been changed for other reasons, and Obama and 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 his wife and everything. Uh, then it came into the question of he had more than one social security card. Obama did, and they traced some more to Michelle. So I'm not exactly sure. No, but when you talk about Chicago, you have to talk about one thing: illegality. That's all there is to it. Why Rob Emanuel's there? Kind of, kind of blows my mind when you consider Bill Clinton said that Rahm Emanuel was the scariest man he'd ever met in his life. So what does that all mean? But thanks, Brian. I appreciate your time and everything. And uh, I'll let the floor go with that. Thank you. Stop. Thank you, Larry. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, uh, Larry brings up some good questions in the group and incites good conversation and I appreciate that because that's the stuff people learn from um, and you know as far as Chicago and what's going on there I mean it, to me what we're seeing with Chicago is basically what's being seen all over America it's just being done blatantly and everything is getting more and more blatant everywhere I don't know how many times a day somebody messages me and they're like, oh, my God, Brian, I live in the worst county in America or I live in the worst county in the United States of America or whatever. It's so horrible here. And it's like you don't get it. It's pretty much the same in 
every place. I mean, the the fraud has gotten so rampant, and they throw it in everybody's face. They have no problem just throwing it in everybody's face and feel like they can act totally without impunity. And my only answer to people, everybody, you know, how do we free the the world or the the countrywide group, everybody? I, how do we free everybody as a whole? And personally, I don't believe we can free everybody as a whole. I really believe that it really has to start with you. You have to free yourself on your level before you can move on. It's just like when you're getting on the airplane and they're running through all the drills. And they tell you, if you have a child, put the oxygen mask on the child if there's an emergency first and then put it on yourself. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Put it on yourself first and put it on the child. Because that's what we need to do. We need to take care of ourselves, get ourselves out of the situation, and then we can go and start helping other people. That's absolutely the only way it can be done. Because we can't teach other people how to do it until you've done it yourself and you've gone through it yourself. And I'm showing that in the group as well. I'm showing the steps I'm going through and the the things I'm doing, the notices I'm sending out. I'm a firm believer that everything is basically done by notice. So, you know, with that being said and information that came out this evening, I think it all boils down to the one comment that I always make to everybody. You've got to learn where you're from, you've got to learn where you're at, and you've got to learn who you really are. Because the info on all three of those things, you've been lied to your whole life. And you've been operating wearing a hat of another entity, you've been wearing a mask of another entity, and having no success. And that's the reason why, is because you've actually been living in a lie and didn't even know it. So with that being said, I hope everybody had a great evening. Uh, Join Tactical, like I said, use that search bar. You can use that search bar just like you guys use Google. People go to Google or whatever your favorite search engine is. You can go to that search bar and use it for the same thing. Put in keywords. You're going to pull up stuff from two months ago, two years ago. You'll find some amazing stuff. I go and use it, and I find things sometimes that I forgot all about. And it sends me, it fills in some dots and some things that I've been missing. So it's a great tool to use. So with that being said, everybody, thank you and I appreciate it. And until next week, have a good time. We'll catch you all later. Live life the way it's supposed to be lived. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.